0: Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time Car Show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk, it's the In Wheel Time Car Show, your weekly go-to all things automotive place. Howdy, along with Mike out of This World Mars, King Conrad DeLong, Jeff Zekin in the corner where he belongs, Don Armstrong here. So glad that you could join us on this. Well, it's a beautiful Saturday here in Houston, Texas. Beautiful. uh, It's Burek. (laughs) Burek Beautiful. I just and, thought I'd throw that and out. And there. Bugle, it's and a bu- uh uh-huh, I moose bugle. Moose bugle with the chrome. Mm, not, I'm sure that there's a there's a name for whatever it is that sound that the moose makes.
1: I know on elk they call it bugling. Well, the Buick is actually. How would you two. know? Have you? Because I've got friends who've killed elk.
0: Killed elk. <laughs> well, you go hunting elk. Yeah, because if you don't kill it, it's going to oh, kill man, you. They they are they're, mean. They're angry. They are mean. Cadillac yeah, are. was
2: number one. Buick was number two. And who was number three? In
1: what? the Ranking in General Motors back in the day, Oldsmobile, close third. We're not going to go there because Oldsmobile was the number one car seller for 10 years in a row. Eh, not bad back in then.
0: the uh, uh, Cutlass Se- days? 70,
1: 70s and
0: 80s. Yeah, the Cutlass. No, that was 70s, 80s back, but we we're talking that. The logo. Oh, get over it. <laughs> get over it. Yeah. Okay. We got a guest. All right. We do have a guest, and we are pl- uh, proud. <laughs> Wow. Here, let's just, you want to start over? Let's just see that. From the 8 o'clock hour. From the 8 o'clock hour. Uh,
1: We're not even drinking yet.
0: (laughs) You're not. I am. Uh, I should be. uh, Yeah. And uh, somebody that's not, we're glad to see, is Dylan Finley, and he's the owner of the King Crunch Monster Truck, and he's talking to us today from uh, sorry, Mayhem Monster Truck Show in Lufkin, Texas. And, uh, it, and Dylan, it's, it's good to see you, my friend. Uh, your beard, your, your beard, beard's looking good.
2: <laughs> I try, I try.
0: Yeah? Well, uh, I, I guess you're talking to us on your cell phone, is that what it is?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, not too uh, up on this technology stuff, so I'll try to wing it and we'll try to get through it.
0: All right. Well, uh you uh, apparently you're you're up on on the wheel on that monster truck. Uh how do you get in a monster truck? Carefully. Um
2: I'm <laughs> a, I'm actually at right my mine right here.
0: Yeah? Oh yeah.
2: Um, so it's got this uh kind of space up under here where uh-huh. you kind of climb, you know, you just put your feet and you crawl up on in you're, and you're cl- able to get up in here
0: climb on up in there Almost yeah there. are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna give us a little tour of the inside of that thing I've never seen the inside of a monster truck get up on in there we'd love to see that oh, let me
1: climb up in here yeah yeah so and the body's all fiberglass correct
2: yep fully fiberglass uh, this particular body's uh 82 square body okay so this uh, this is my personal truck that I uh, drive normally.
0: Um, so I- I'm looking at the steering wheel that seems to be hanging below the steering column.
2: Steering wheel comes off, of course, so when we flip or whatever, we can take it off. It just goes on, quick connect.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: gauges, of course. Wait a minute.
0: Uh, there's only three gauges there. Uh, I assume that there's no uh, miles per hour on there. What, what, what are the gauges?
2: Uh, you just got your water temp for the motor, oil pressure, and then voltage, which I never hardly look at any of them, you know. So
0: <laughs> as long as long as it's running and you got your foot in it, it's good to go.
2: Exactly, but full containment seats um, from Butler Seats. You no, know, it's just full NASCAR style seats. Um, it's kind of tight in here, so I can't really zoom out. That's but, okay. Um, full containment seats, uh, seven-way harness belts um you know from Simpson and everything like that they strap you in pretty good um but full ha- containment around your head and everything you know you squeeze your head in here
1: so do it you bounce around do you guys use the Hans device as well
2: yep yes sir Hans uh you know and there's a couple different other ones but yeah uh hybrid is what I actually run but same same family
0: you know uh, have you ever rolled this this
2: truck um Actually, I've been pretty good in this one. I've only rolled it twice.
0: Yeah, only and, twice. Yeah, and you're not you're not trying to roll the thing, obviously, because uh, I mean it costs you lots of money when you roll it, right?
2: Oh yeah, a couple thousand every time normally.
0: Yeah, I noticed you had a Sometimes camera or something.
2: costs money, you know, just running it and then not really breaking nothing, you know. But
0: Jeff said in, Jeff said uh, he uh, noticed a camera he, in there. Do you have a camera in there, Or a screen of some sort, to um, the right?
2: Right here. Yeah, that's uh, how I turn it on.
0: Oh, that's how you started.
2: Uh-oh. Yeah, hang
1: on. They turned the main power off. Cody, turn <laughs> the power on in the back. Got to flip the switch outside to turn it on inside, huh? And- yeah. So there's a
2: switch outside. So if we flip the when they run over to us or whatever, they can flip it off and turn that all power to the truck off. Oh, like- okay. So it's a
1: safety thing, yeah. Yep. Exactly. And you run a uh, an alcohol injected blown motor? Is that correct? Yep, uh, this particular motor's a five
2: eighty five big block Chevy. Um, but yeah, so he flipped it. So
0: it looks so like all he's all- in an arena.
2: Yep. Yeah, we're in Lufkin right now at the Angelina Expo.
0: And so, you, what have you got a show there tonight?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. show tonight. Uh, you know, we do a pit party so kiddos can get autographs and pictures and stuff for the trucks um, and everything like that. And then shows at 730, you know, so
1: it's not too bad. How many trucks are there? There's five here. Okay. okay. Five
0: trucks. Okay. I
1: bet you it's pretty loud inside when you guys light them up, or light them up even one at a time.
2: Most of these trucks have like uh, exhaust or like um, mufflers and stuff. There's a truck right over there, the white one. He's got full zoomies.
0: So I ain't no much,
2: or no nothing. It is loud. It hurts my ears.
0: Yeah. But uh,
2: anyway, you, know, you got you know your power turns on. My my truck's the only one that runs a computer like this. Um, just because it's newer technology. This is a newer truck. But you just turn your fuel on, and then you would just start it. Um, and then everything else, you know, your water lights, you know, whatever else you want, and you can go to your dash when I'm running. I don't know if it, it's probably too bright, but no, we can yeah, see it. We can, yeah, we we can, can see, see it, it now. Yeah. yeah, nice. Oil pressure, RPMs, and stuff like that. Which um, so it's just kind of digital, um, newer technology style, you know.
1: So is is that data that you're looking at on screen when the truck's running? Is that also transmitted to somebody in the pit area, or is it all just self-contained on the truck? You,
2: yeah, it's, you can. Um, you can run EFI. There's a couple of guys running EFI from the trucks now um but yeah i mean you definitely can you know you can plug it in and see the data see what it's doing and stuff like that i don't have it um i'm not that particular you know i don't get that technical with it or anything so
1: once you set the tune just drive it right
2: yeah Well, our, all of ours you know like our injection hats and stuff like that are all by peels by fuel you know right so once mm-hmm. we go up north like oregon nebraska stuff like that we'll just swap out a peel. um and then it's just, like, uh, like the amount of fuel that goes through, you know, your injection hat and stuff like
1: that. But, all, all altitude, somewhat altitude-based. Yeah. But you don't have to yeah. make – you don't have to fine-tune the engine for uh, ambient air quality today like you would at, a, at an NHRA event where the, the alcohol cars are running, where they've, yeah, they've got to make those exactly. adjustments just based on the yeah. track itself. We're
2: not that technical. Um, you know, it's one of those things that – I mean, I've, been, I've ran up north and just left the bill, you know. It, it's kind of sluggish or whatever, but, you know, one show I forgot to do it and how I got through it, and I still think I won, so.
1: <laughs> so what do, you, what, what do you estimate the output of your engine to be?
2: Um, this one's probably about 1,650, maybe 1,600 horsepower.
1: And, um, and, and how many shows will you get out of that motor?
2: Um, it goes by kind of hours. Um, let me turn all this off. Let me, uh, let me hop out.
0: All right. We'll, we'll wait for you to hop out. Yeah. I got lots of questions. I, too. I got one too. Yeah. We're, we're all, we're all kind of lined up ready with the <laughs> microphone to ask you everything that, that you probably did, have heard a thousand times, but I know nothing about yeah, these. We're things.
1: like a bunch of seven-year-old boys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Oh, man, that's
2: a cool truck. Or girls. <laughs> I run hour meters on here, so.
1: So how many hours do you get on a motor? Normally about 40. You want to take it out. Oh, wow. Well, that's oh, a
0: lot. Got, if you think, if, if you, so at a, at a show like you've got tonight, what will you run it? Probably what? 30 minutes.
2: No actual run time. You're you, probably talking 10 minutes.
0: Okay. 10 minutes. So you only do one run.
2: No, you do several runs. You do wheelies, stuff like that, but you're only out there like two two minutes at a time, you know? Ah, you. Okay, okay, okay. You know, you do intros. That's maybe like two laps. You shut off. Um, you know, you do wheelies. That's two hits. So it's not like a lot of time. Not like you're sitting out there just running and running and running, you know?
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah.
2: So, the engine. I run a different uh, injection hat than really anybody. It's supposed to be like a big uh, horsepower injection. Um, me and like, um, there's another driver. Actually, he's the world champ right now in racing, so he runs it. It's supposed to be for bigger motors, bigger power. But eight seventy one blower from Littlefield. Um, some pretty cool um, valve covers.
0: Yeah, we noticed that. How how yeah. how uh, how that, that engine? Uh, have you have you ever blown one up? I mean, how much does an engine cost?
2: Uh, this one I got, uh, last year. So this one's fairly new, obviously with the hours, it was, um, I mean, just to rebuild it, it was like 17, I think it was 17,000.
0: Um, yeah. Who built the I truck
2: and new one all, you know, top to bottom injection had everything. You're probably 30, 34 ish, 30, $34,000, not a great deal.
0: <laughs> did you build the truck or did you have help with it or someone else?
2: Um, so this one I bought built actually both of mine. I bought built, you know? Um,
0: but uh, are, uh, is there a builder like a jerry haas that builds these chassis
2: oh yeah there's several of them you know and several people i build you one and stuff like that but you know crazy exhaust
0: Oh yeah, um, no kidding.
1: Made,
2: had a kid freaking make these these things are pretty loud but they're pretty neat some more coatings on them from ia coatings there in houston how fun uh, yeah <laughs> they do they do all the kind of designs and stuff like that
0: when, know, stuff, when, when stuff breaks on the chassis, what typically breaks? Oh, sh- shoot,
2: man, there's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, shocks, you know, you'll break a heim down here if you hit a hard lit- hit. These are the axles. Um, so these are like the knuckles right here. You got a champagne. Champagne, if that breaks, it takes everything else with it, you know. The champagne itself is 400 bucks, but it's going to take three or $4,000 with it, you know. So basically it breaks your bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, twenty-six inch travel, uh, inch shocks on the front, thirty inch travel on the rear,
0: and um, and tell me about the tires now. Uh, uh, clearly, somebody makes tires that are like that, or did you actually uh, put the tread on there yourself?
2: No, these are actually built for monster trucks. Actually, a friend of mine, Brandon, uh, in New Orleans, he got with a company in China. He designed these over ten years ago. Um, not too bad. They're kind of slick. They don't have much groove on them. You know, it's only what, you know, three quarters, an inch, maybe. Yeah. These were built just for monster trucks over here on Nitro Menace. Um, these are Goodyear's, uh, Goodyear's, you know, and you can cut and groove them, you know, however you want. I right. think see different pattern. The problem is Goodyear quit making them in like 89.
0: Oh, wow. Well, with yeah, the so- 89, you mean the tires last that long or do they retread them? No, no, they'll last. Oh, Okay, I have no clue, man. So i I, I know I'm ac- asking stupid oh, questions. You're I mean, we we can put we punch holes in them and stuff like that, and then we'll patch
2: them. See how this tire's totally grooved different than his other one. Right, it's all hand grooved.
0: Now, do you use beadlock wheels on there, or are they just free? Um, he
2: does not. Um, I don't. I think the one of the oh, Tim Tim has it on his truck. Let me go over here.
1: So the the evolution of the monster truck over the early days of Bigfoot back back in the seventies really yeah. has been more like the evolution of of uh, the NASCAR uh, profile because back in the early days weren't a lot of them were kind of built around a tank chassis. Yeah, and and now yeah. you guys are lightweight chrome moly frames. You know, yeah. uh, uh, I mean. Uh,
2: it's definitely changed um we've actually probably gotten heavier just because we jump bigger now you know and this is tim's truck twisted addiction um he has full bead locks uh, you know all the way around he runs good years too as you can see they're cut even different from darren's truck um he runs coilovers on his truck you know so everybody's got their own little setup and how they run their trucks and stuff um but you, you talk you talk about these guys by first name so y'all pretty well know each other and you know don't mind sharing secrets i guess oh no heck i i got you i just went this is my other truck here nitro hornet i just went and stole some parts out of tim's trailer and, you, know, <laughs> you know we won't tell know, him everybody's family here and he just you know of course he told me to take whatever i want you know and that's kind of how we all are you know
1: and um all of them have a rear steer uh functionality yep every
2: truck has a rear steer um See, this is a different style tire. This is a Ukraine tire that the you know country of Ukraine used to make, but they don't even make anymore. Um, and I have bead locks on this truck.
0: Um, I want to yeah, ask you. Know. you I want to ask you a little bit more about the steering. Can you control uh, the actual rear steer on it? You could either turn it on or off or adjust it. Yep.
2: Yep. So you got a self center. It brings it back. You know, um, self centered and everything like that. Um,
0: and this is why you're running in competition, correct?
2: Yeah, exactly. So actually, I, I should have showed you that when I was in the truck. But that's, that's okay. actually a Toggle. It's a handle with a toggle. Yeah. And um, and then you'll have another one in front. So you kind of got to do this motion, and then you're getting banged around, and you're shifting, and
0: you know that's so a lot going. I was just gonna, you're busy in there. It's not as if you're just running the steering wheel.
2: Oh no! No, you're you know, correcting with the front steering wheel, you're driving, you know, you only drive with one hand, your left hand's on the steering wheel your right one's on the rear steer and shifting, you know?
0: So how do you eat the hamburger at the same time? (laughs) Exactly. Put your makeup on. Yeah. What do you do with the beer? Yeah. No, but I want to ask you how, how is your uh, vertebrae? I mean, with those jumps, I mean, that's gotta be a huge jar to you sitting in that seat.
2: Uh, It is. That's actually why I'm not driving this weekend. Um, I'm having some issues on my back right now actually so
0: how do we get done in there no oh,
1: no'm oh, no. I'm, I'm good thank you very much well your your back your back problem is is relatively common in your industry, isn't it?
2: actually yeah I was just talking to Darren the owner of that nitro uh, menace and he has um, a collapsed disc um, the white truck Tim I was talking to him last weekend he has four discs infused and wired together and everything. <laughs> And you know, because we were we were having that decision if I were to have surgery, you know, if I could drive again or whatever, and he's like, "Well, heck yeah!" He said, "My back's all wired together and
1: everything," you know. (laughs) And and through through time, have people not really tried to develop a a a driving position um, where it's less stress on your back? I know uh, years ago there was somebody actually stood up inside their inside their truck. Is that correct? Yep, Frank's committee. He tried that years ago. Apparently sorry. it didn't
2: work. My, phone, my phone's already almost dead for the day. I'm, so I came in the office to charge it, sorry.
0: That's all right. Well, we're almost done with you anyway. But So what are you looking forward to tonight? How many runs are you going to make in the show? How many what? Runs. How many How many times are you going to uh, run? through? So,
2: yeah, I mean, we start off. We're off. I'm going to get here. Cincy. Sorry, not like... Um, you know, we're very family-based. Um, we try, you know, our ticket prices are very reasonable for family. family. Um, you know, there's a bigger company you know, like that comes to Houston and stuff like that that does, like, the big, you know, NRG Stadium and stuff. But yeah. their ticket's they $65 a person. Yeah, there's more trucks. Yeah, this and that, you know. But $65 a ticket, that's, what, $20 to park at NRG. Pit party, they charge 15 a person, you know, and it just – Say a family of four, you know, they're spending $450, $500, bucks. Wow. and it's really hard, you know? Yeah. So here at Mayhem Monster Trucks, we try to focus on a family of four spending 150 bucks. That includes tickets, getting food, and two merch items for, like, the kiddos. For, oh, so wow. That's cool. And I assume
0: that you're going to sell out tonight, huh?
2: No, we won't sell out. This arena is actually pretty big. It holds 6000 Oh, okay. Um, we won't get close to that here um, in Lufkin. you know. Um, you know, we'll fairly, you know, hopefully have about 1,500, maybe 2,000 people.
0: Well, that's uh, yeah, that's significant. Good. Yeah. And so hey, where where do you head next week after this show this weekend?
2: Next week, my trucks go to San Antonio. I'm going, I have a show I'm putting on in um, Moulton, Alabama. So, so I'll, I'll be going to that, uh, me and my show coordinator, and uh, we're going to take my ride truck. So we'll go out there and run that show and um, handle all that. And I'm sending my trucks to San Antonio. And so you then, um, you own the trucks, you drive the trucks, and you're also a promoter.
0: Yep. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, that's it's the bad. way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, yeah. uh, we need to get back in touch with you again because we want to uh, talk to you more about this and and maybe uh, have, have a competitor there with you and, and, and hear you two guys go back and forth. But it, it's great to talk to you, Dylan. We thank you so much for joining us today. It's the Mayhem Monster Truck Show, and I guess you can find that circuit online, correct?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I think it's, it's monstertrucks dot com. But the actual tour and everything like that's uh, MayhemMonsterTrucks.com, you know.
1: Mayhem um, Monster,
2: we're, we're, Yeah, I think we got like 10 shows planned for this year, kind of all over the country. Um, you know, some taxes, you know.
0: Well, we're we're che- well I guarantee you we're cheering for the King Crunch Monster Truck. You got our support.
2: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on.
0: Thank you very much, and it's great to talk to you. And by the way, uh, well, I want to uh, thank all of our uh, viewers and our listeners. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you ever want to get in touch with us, shoot us an email. The address is info at inwheeltime.com. Time now for Conrad's Car Clinic. What are we going to talk about today?
1: we going to talk about octane and fuel. Octane, let's and, do it. And the reason, you know, people think you know, all the various grades of fuel that are out there, you know, you've got regular, mid-grade, premium grade, you know, everybody thinks that premium is necessarily better than regular unleaded. It's just not necessarily true in most cases. You know, some fuel manufacturers do put more detergents in their premium fuel. You know, you look at Shell and they have all these detergents that are in their V-power, but other gasolines, you know, to put a gasoline on the market, it has to have a certain amount of uh, Uh, deposit cleaning agents in the fuel itself by law and you know whether it's in the in the base fuel the mid-grade or in the premium Uh, and when you look at your price difference of all of these fuels right now you're talking you know years ago the uh the base fuel to the premium fuel might have been thirty cents a gallon. Now you're talking about a dollar a gallon difference from eighty seven octane to ninety three octane. So the value of putting ninety three octane in your vehicle, if it's not required, isn't isn't worth spending that extra money. Yeah, so you gotta wh- look at that. What is the
2: actual cleaner they put in? I mean, what is it? Well, another it's a, chemical.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, a chemi- it's a chemical. It's a chemical. It's nitrogen based. Uh, it's either a amine or a polyetheramine um, that they that they use in it to add that cleaning. Now Chevron and their Techron product is a polyetheramine. Um, but those octane numbers, what does it really mean? You know, octane. All it does is control the speed at which the flame happens on top of the piston. So it controls octane. The higher the octane rating controls spark knock. So a quicker ignition process. Yeah, a more controlled ignition process quicker can be a problem because Com- well, the combustion
2: you- of the fuel not necessarily the well electrons. yeah
1: yeah but you want to make sure you can control how that happens because if you've got some carbon buildup inside the combustion chamber and it sits there and it glows red and you spray the fuel in that could theoretically ignite the fuel and then you get uh, Basically, two flame fronts on top of the piston. Oh, so premature detonation. That, that's what causes the uh, pre-ignition, spark knock, detonation. The British called it pre-pinking uh, or premature, whatever you detonation. want to call it detonation. <laughs> <laughs> you going <good> with that? <laughs> But there's no need for you to use a premium fuel if your vehicle doesn't designate it. You know, you can look in the owner's manual to figure out what it requires. And if 87 octane is all it requires, just run 87 octane. The value of going to those higher-priced fuels doesn't give you a return on that investment uh, in the short run or even in the long run.
0: I do run premium in the Corvette. Well, and but if you're in in the Corvette, may actually call for premium. It does, yeah. But but I don't, you know, in the cars that I get, the press cars that I get, I don't run premium when they called for it, and the car goes down the road just fine,
1: and it will. And, and it will because the computer in the in the car is going to compensate Adjust. for the premature uh, detonation problems that can happen because the spark knock the detonation that happens premature the computer se- the computer sees that and starts retarding the ignition timing and adding fuel so when that happens all of a sudden the power performance and economy falls off of the vehicle oh. because you're running a lower octane okay fuel. you got
2: spark knock or run on whatever you call that I remember that back in the 70s What's that cause? Is that, uh, that timing? The,
1: the run on is because when you when the fuel gets in the combustion chamber, there's a carbon chunk in there, okay, or what, a compression yeah. is igniting the fuel. So that run on, yeah, you can turn the ignition system off, and it'll continue to chunk chugga chugga chugga, chugga right. it Doesn't
0: turn. they don't find too many cars that do that? No, no, no. Computers take care of that, but mainly
1: because the fuel the fuel is shut off from the fuel injection system. Run on was typically in a carburetor, as long as you're drawing air through a carburetor. There. So one, so one of the questions, and I, I have the same question real quick. If the car
2: has been setting up for a while, does it? Is there any value? Used to we go put some premium fuel in it to up the octane because the car has been set up for, let's say, a month.
1: No, no. no. If, Just, if, you if need to go get a, an additive. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I work for BG. Well, no. But the question
2: was specifically: Should they put an additive is this in this go on it, for a long yeah, time? Sure,
1: we could make it. You, you, you uh, Putting an additive in is going to help clean those carbon buildups that happen in the Beautiful. inside okay. the engine. Who,
0: who knows how to read a clock?
1: Does anybody? <laughs> it's fifty-five. You told me I I had to shut up at twenty. That was thirty-five minutes ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told you two minutes ago to shut up now. <laughs> How was that? I I missed it. (laughs) I missed it. Apparently you did.
1: But anyhow, so don't run premium fuel if you don't need to. It's a waste of money. Run 44K instead. You're up, Don. (laughs) No,
0: I I, just just go ahead. I got to be at dinner at 5 o'clock, all right? (laughs) Well, I was going to do news headlines, but we don't have time for that. But I'm going to uh, tell you a couple of things that are going on Uh, to set your calendars and your clocks for April the 3rd, Houston Motorsports Park. It's uh, the first race of the season out there. Uh, We know that you'll want to go to that. I know I will. And uh, tickets are on sale now for the uh, Mopar Express Lane NHRA Spring Nationals presented by Pennzoil at uh, Houston Raceway Park. And that's going to be May 21st through the 23rd. Buy your tickets today. Be there or be square. All right. We've got more of the In Wheel Time Car Show right after a very quick break. Stay with us. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier cruise in, and you're invited to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made to order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, March 20th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free, and everyone is invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all at one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off at a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10 in Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday, March 20th 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. The In Wheel Time Car Show will be there too. Get your ride ready and we'll see you with the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise in March 20th 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. Weather permitting. Is your business company looking to stand out in a crowded advertising market, looking to reach the real auto enthusiast? You found it. You're listening or watching In Wheel Time, and so are your fellow enthusiasts. The In Wheel Time Car Show now reaches half a million, and we can put together a marketing plan that will engage them in your product, business, or service. To get the tires rolling, just shoot us an email to our marketing director, Jeff Zekin. His address is jeff at inwheeltime.com. If you're in charge of your company's small, medium, or large business anywhere in the U.S., let the On Hold Company help you retain customers and promote your business on your telephone system. Promote special sales or company info when placed on hold. The On Hold Company provides custom on hold messages with professional male or female voices, licensed background music with no long-term contract, no monthly recurring bill, and updates your messages as needed. Call the On Hold Company at 713-223-HOLD or go to onhold.net. Well, you know what that means. That's it for this episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. Hey, when you're on Facebook, please give us a like, tell your friends about us, and share our junk if you will, please. <laughs> we like for it to be shared. All giving and all knowing. Worldwide. You'll get Conrad's Unicorn Hunting features along with all things automotive all week long. The In Wheel Time Car Show streams on Facebook, YouTube, and on InWheelTime.com, podcasts are available on Pandora, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podcast Addict, to name just a few. Mm-hmm. Special thanks to all of our guests today. Great bunch. The InWheelTime chief engineer is the fabulous David mm. Ainsley. Our video sales and marketing man is Jeffrey Zekin. This week's InWheelTime car show is produced and directed by Milkdrop Mo. For booking agent and podcast man, Mike out of this world, Mars, and his royalty, King Conrad DeLong, I'm Don Armstrong saying so long for now, and we hope you'll join us again for our next live show next Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time, right here on the Smoke and Mirrors Network.